Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Issues with Baishola Timidayo. How was your day? How was work? How was the outing? Hope it was stress-free. Alright, today we'll be looking at the Western Security Network, alias Amoteko, and a lot of uh, controversies uh, surrounding the security unit, as uh, there has been reports of... Uh, uh, negligence and also uh, misuse of power from officials of this uh, security unit and are we having the same problem just as the police with various Nigerians and also we look at the NIN registration and uh, how far it has gone across the country with the uh, presidency uh, moving it to next year the deadline to next year and how has it affected a lot of nigerians so these are the two key issues we're talking about on the show today the western security network and also um, the nihen registration welcome once again to issues with gaishola timidayo First and foremost, we kick off with uh, the Western Security Network, also known as the Amoteko. Um, in case you don't know about this security network, is a security network guided to uh, see to the affairs of security issues in the western part of Nigeria, and this um, security group was uh, founded just to um, reduce the whole burden on the uh, Nigerian police force. So we know the Nigerian police force is overstretched and uh, there have been calls for decentralization of the Nigerian police force. But why that is in place and why that is still going out in the House of Assembly, there should be um, some form of temporary uh, establishment that will uh, take guard of the securities of communities, of local governments, and uh, a few remote areas before uh, this decentralization uh, of the police uh, being, will be passed in the house. The Western Security Network was founded by the uh, governors of the uh, southwestern part of Nigeria with the aim of uh, checking uh, securities in uh, these states of the southwest uh, to ensure that uh, security law and order is in check in the western part of uh, the country and uh, so far so good there has been uh, a lot of praise coming from various uh, people concerning how this Western security network was brought about and it even went far as uh, the governor of your state, uh, Governor Shane McKinley, saying that any uh, indiscrepancy or any uh, uh, failure of duty that they should hold him responsible as in terms of the Western security network. Now, 
for the past few days there has been a report on social media about the behaviors of this uh, group the Western Security Network uh, the Ohio State version or the Ohio State branch uh, there was uh, a story going online uh, on social media about two people who were killed uh, by the so-called Amoteco officials and the Amoteco has come out to say this is fake news but there has been a whole lot of panic uh, around states in the western region with people coming out to ask what exactly is the aim of Amoteco what exactly are they meant to do because it's just as if we're just not getting out of the major issues because we know Nigeria, a lot of Nigerians uh, don't see the police as their friend, which was supposed to be, and now bringing the Amoteco security uh, framework was a sign of hope for people to uh, really have something to believe on. But with the recent stories going on around, it just feels everything is just the same. It's just like a cycle going on and on and on and on. Now, could we blame it on the caliber of people that have been employed into this security framework? Do they need more than physical training? Do they need more of a uh, psychological training? Because a lot of Nigerians have said that once it comes to this armed force, it's not all about flexing muscles that we need to consider the mental state of these uh, workers. It's until we start considering the physiological state of these workers, that is when we will truly have a good security framework. What's your take on this? You can reach me on Twitter at Timmy underscore tweet. That is at T-E-M-I-S underscore T-W-E-E-T-S on Twitter. I'd like to know your thoughts. You can share your thoughts with me uh, just after this podcast uh, is done. Uh, share your thoughts. What do you think of this uh, Western Security Network? Um, is it really good uh, for the well-being? of the uh, western part of Nigeria or is it a form of seclusion from Nigeria we all know what the state of the security in the north ravaged by terrorists and bandits and uh, we all know the recent uh, events that happened in the south south and also southeast uh, the IPOP agitators in the southeast and also the militia group in the south south back as uh, the year uh, prior to uh, uh, 2014 we know about this uh, south south uh, militias uh, a lot was being done to uh, reduce the agitation from the south south and now we are having a big challenge in Nigeria, which is security, and it just feels as if the government is not getting it right. And we can take the NSAS uh, protest that happened a few months ago uh, as an example. They showed a whole lot of loopholes in the security system because 
if you look at this and bring out a summary of that process you could see that it was more of the securities not taking aim not respecting the rule of law nigerians have the right to protest but what do we see allegations of the police raising guns shooting at the protesters when you have terrorists in the north when you have bandits in the north when you have robbers around they don't go after them why must it be the protesters now we have the western security network which all seemed was a really good thing for the southwestern part of nigeria why is it so i'll be right back Welcome back to Issues with Baishola Temi Dayo. Um, as we said earlier, we're talking about the Western Security Network, alias Amoteko, and the recent rounds of events that has happened in the past uh, few days uh, about uh, the activities of the officials of this uh, security network, as a whole lot of people have been questioning the government on how uh, this uh, security network is uh, operating around states of the southwest and now moving on is the NIN registration the NIN registration and the NIN sound stands for national identification number and now this is uh, an identity that they give to each and every citizen of a particular country uh, this is to uh, streamline and enable the federal government to be able to allocate uh, various funds when the time comes to various regions of the country and this uh, checks uh, extortion this uh, checks uh, over billing over funding so thereby the government uh, would be able to uh, provide the basic things that the people need now the NIN registration has been uh, shadowed and overclouded by uh, a whole lot of controversies and how the government has uh, taken up the whole issue now a lot of people or some sections are saying that why do the government need to threaten us why do the government need to threaten us now the need registration is something that is important for every citizen of the country this is just to make it better for each and every one of us in getting the basic needs that the government needs or ought to provide for us and the way the government or some parts of this government have brought up this idea is nothing to write on about why did the government keep threatening us or they use this so called uh, if you don't do this this is what will happen why must it be in the form of threat 
and we've seen it in years gone by that Nigerians are more they are we are already used to threats that at the end of the day people are like what would they do what would the government do this whole notion of what should the government do is from the government in the first place why do they have to threaten us to be able to register now this renewing registration ought to be done in the right manner they should be what they should be benefit there should be incentives we need to have some form of benefit come out to nigerians and tell them what is the reason for this registration why should we register and there was uh, some of hesitation from uh, some people saying that the time for registration is not enough the equipment and materials for registration is not enough the online platform where the biometrics data are collected is not functioning well and cannot uh, accommodate the loads of traffic coming to it we saw in the past few days of how the network of the uh, NIMC crashed it crashed all because people were trying to get their biometric information online and it went as far as the government saying after you've done this uh, filling of this biometrical data you still need to bring that form to their office now we know that the pandemic is still on why then should people now bring such form again to their office when everything can be done online without stress why is it that this government wants and keeps trying to apply burden to themselves what is the way out in my own honest opinion i think the way out is that the government should come out transparent yes we know large section of the numbers of people in this country don't believe this government they don't give anything they don't give a damn of what the government says so it's the job of the government to now come out yes they have their own mistakes but they need to come out and be open to the people and say this and this is what we need to do this is why we are registering this is why we are collecting your bio information and there are a lot of question marks about this information gathering we know how nigeria's cyber security framework is is weak and why do they need our data when you have not fixed the cyber security framework of the country nigeria is porous to external cyber attack and also internal cyber attacks why has the government not invested on cyber security why has the government not funded or invested 
in technologies in the country why do we have to be so backwards in the country i would like to know your thoughts on twitter at t-e-m-r-s underscore t-w-e-e-t-s also you can leave a message on hanko or you can leave a message via my mail as byeshe at gmail.com you can send me a mail at byeshe at gmail.com we all want a better country we all want the country of our dreams but with that our government needs to take a step also we also need to take a step we need to play our own part in governance yes we have leaders but we also need to show our sense of followership yes we need to show that we also have eyes the leaders must be so blind to see but that doesn't make the followers also blind we need to show them when they are going in the wrong path that hey come back we need to show them we need to tell them to be transparent to us no man is an island of knowledge no government can do it on its own it needs a number of credible people credible people that can move in the same direction they have different opinions about a particular situation a transparent government is all we ask of and i hope in the coming days and as we approach 2021 that we'll see a whole lot of changes if not small but at least changes for better governance in the country and this is it on today's episode of issues with Bajola Timidayo. Do so by sharing this podcast more and more and also engaging with me on my social network, uh, which I would uh, put down in the description below. And see you guys in the next episode. And once again, wash your hands, stay safe, and wear masks when you need to. Thank you very much. I'm your host, Barishala Timidayo. Till next time, have a lovely day. Thank you.